How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri. Filling in for Frank Wolf this week. <laughs> Francis Pack. I was just going to say, Frank, that makeover looks like, uh, I can't say it on the air, but you know what I mean. Oh, man. <laughs> welcome back. back, Anthony. Thank you. Welcome back. And welcome to our uh, special guest we invited in the studio. We went over your head, which isn't very hard to do. No, it's easy to do. Height, but... Uh, Bring in an old uh, standby. We couldn't bring Markell in, so we did about the next best thing, or as good a thing as Markell. And I know Quell's listening online. Hi, Quell. Miss you, buddy. <laughs> Sean, good to see you, my friend. What's up, fellas? Well, everybody said that this was some big comeback show for, and I thought it was for me. <laughs> I thought I honestly thought it was for me, but you think about this. Actually, it was. Just don't tell Anthony. All right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you think about this. I mean, this is how time flies. Sean was what sixteen, I think you were seventeen. Seventeen when we first brought you on the show the day of my wedding. That is correct. That is correct. It was in June. Well, you third, had to bring that day up. It, it was you had these awful white shoes on, <laughs> my sneakers, um, your sneakers on with your with your talks, and uh, you guys were like scrambling, like we got to get out of here, and Jeannie's going to kill me. And, uh, and I think Richie's- first of all, he does the show on the day of his wedding. Yes. The then dedication. he says, "You got to pick me up. Can you pick I me up?" I can't miss out on my paycheck. <laughs> so I get, and he lived over by uh, Delaware Park at the time. That's where his apartment was. And I pull in the driveway and I see him come out the door. And I didn't notice at first. And all of a sudden, he's got his Air Jordans or whatever they were. <laughs> my Adidas shell tips. Adidas on with his tuxedo, and I. You don't know how much I wanted to back out of that driveway and peel rubber and, and get the H out of there. Yeah, but I had my shoes in my bag. Uh, you know, no, I, no, 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 no. You said I says, "What's this all about?" My shoes don't fit. Your brother had tight. To, your brother had to go back to the where you rented the tux just to rent shoes. I remember this. You had to get shoes and suspenders because I broke the tux pants right after the show. Unbelievable! When I went into the bathroom to uh, you know get it freshen up and adjust, I went to adjust that. Uh, you know, waistband and, and the class broke, and now we're he like, went in there oh, to freshen oh. up, and we're outside waiting, and waiting. Says, I think he went in for a makeover, <laughs> and here we are, eleven years, almost eleven years later, this June, right? Yeah, I believe. how about that? It's amazing. I feel time, old. Time is flying by, oh. but it's so good to have you. <laughs> another another Markel wannabe. I feel old. <laughs> well, he has a little bit more cred saying that to Markel. He's a little Not bit much. older. Not much. <laughs> Not much. Not much. But uh, Francis, good to see you. Oh, by uh, the way, Anthony, I'm sorry. What? Morning, y'all. Ah, I miss that. If you think about it, I, I've been gone for 60 days. Uh, 77 days I had either a cast or a brace on, on my arms. 
So they're gone. Well, you didn't miss anything because it, it you really I, I look at it as you were just hibernating through this intensive cold period that we've been going through, and you're back, and now the, finally the weather's breaking. So maybe there's something to be said for that. I don't know. Yeah, and gas prices went up. So uh, couldn't have everything go my way, but uh, it is good to be back. It, it was very difficult. You know, I was calling into the show and telling you guys. It was torture. <laughs> Believe me, it was torture. I, you know, sit home all by myself, screaming at the walls. You know, the later, uh, the later weeks, after I started feeling a little bit better. Were uh, you admiring yourself with your platinum blonde beard? <laughs> I somebody asked me yesterday that uh, you know why can't how come you haven't shaved? I said, well, my hands are still shaking. Would you trust a razor in a shaking hand? No? All right, then. <laughs> I'll keep it for now until I stop shaking. Well, don't feel bad because I really don't, can't grow a beard myself. So I'll let you borrow mine. Nothing's really changed. Nothing's really changed. <laughs> so Sean, Sean puts the milk on and lets the cat lick it off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Once a week, uh, so yeah. This, I mean, I watched a lot of baseball while I was off, and that was that was cool. I watched uh, a lot of uh, college basketball. You know that we were ramping up to tournament time at, at the time of uh, my uh, my surgery. So I'm getting involved in this. You know, I'm, I'm watching all the talk shows. And I'm like, yeah, I've got this basketball thing down pat. I know what conferences are good. I you know. Jeannie, print up brackets for us. So she prints up the brackets, and Nick's Nick's getting into it, and you know, so they fill out their out, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm just gonna cream them, cream them in this because I have so much information. I finished last. <laughs> Nick won. <laughs> he had Michigan in the finals. Jeannie's oh, <laughs> Jeannie laughed at him when he filled it out. I was like, Nicholas, you're you're betting with your heart. No, mommy, Michigan's gonna be in the in the championship game. You know, yeah, it was I think uh, when are we gonna get Nicholas's own show? <laughs> so he nailed it. He uh, he destroyed us. You know what was amazing about that? Uh, Jerry Sullivan of Buffalo Evening News. He didn't pick the uh, right side of the bracket where he had two number one seats coming in, but the one with Loyola and uh, who was the other one in that bracket? Michigan. Loyola and Michigan. He actually picked them for the final four. Wow. Yeah. Good for I, him. Yeah, he doesn't pick Villanova and, and the, you know, the Chalkers and all that, though number ones with anybody and, you know, their mother could probably guess and get a 50-50 chance of getting it right. He picked the, the three, what was it, a three and an 11 seed? He I'm such a rocket all the way to the, all the, way to the uh, final four. I'm such a rocket scientist, I picked Virginia. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, that, so that's, you know, how that went. And again, like yeah. I said, watched like you a lot say, of... rocket science, the overall number one. Oh, boy. Watched a lot of baseball. And here's a cool thing, because I, uh, I have the dish. So I'm able to go on, let's see, Big Ten Networks, Pac-10, uh, Longhorns Network, and I'm watching spring football. Bingo. Left and yeah. right. I'm watching old classic games. Like, I watched a game with Jake Plummer at quarterback. Jake, you guys remember Jake the Snake? Oh, Jake the Snake. Uh, Arizona State. Live, I was uh, Jake Plummer as a sophomore at a game at Brigham Young. My in-laws lived in Salt Lake City at the time, and uh, my father-in-law bought us tickets for the Brigham Young Arizona State when Jake Plummer was a uh, uh, sophomore. Wow. I had a choice of two games I could have gone to. I could have gone to Utah versus I forget who. Well, at the time, Utah was like a four-touchdown favorite, and... Brigham Young was a seven-point favorite. I says, well, I don't want to go to a game that's going to be a blowout and all that. I'll go to the Brigham Young game. Well, even though Arizona State was, uh, like, maybe better than a touchdown underdog, they beat 
Brigham Young that day. This is like Jake Plummer's coming out game by more points than the Utah point spread. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, well, the rest is history. They knocked off, what, was it Nebraska that year? No, they lost to Nebraska. No, and they well, beat Nebraska. They beat Nebraska. I thought it was Jake's senior year. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Because they came senior off. Year. Nebraska drubbed them the year before. Yeah, Nebraska and then was Arizona supposed to said, be number one. This is our game that we are circling on the calendar. In fact, I can tell you exactly what night it was. It was the very first preseason game at the new arena downtown. And wasn't Scott Frost the quarterback for Nebraska? That's correct. It was after Tommy Frazier. So right. Scott Frost came in and was the quarterback. And now. You believe this guy? Ah. <laughs> Come oh, on, they, they it, were an it, option it. offense, you, and I'm an option How guy. How old were you back then? Three? Six. Six. Yeah. <laughs> you believe this? And That's I asked awesome. them to come into the studio today. That's awesome. Careful what you wish for. All right, guys, uh, let's get into news and notes uh, before we get into... Uh, uh, anything else and getting caught up. Basically, that's what we're going to do today. You guys are going to get me caught up as to what I've missed, and uh, if we have time, we'll get into some uh, some discussions and uh, things like that, see uh, see where it all takes us. So news and notes, anything that you guys have? There's uh, On my end, I know Francis has got a bunch to say over there, but on my end at least, uh, Sweet Home should make it official this week that Jeremy Zimmer is the new football coach of the Panthers. I talked to him this week. Um, he's very excited to take the job. He's more than qualified. He's ready for it. He's a Ken West alum, played for Jerry Tutwiler, went to Canisius, played at Canisius, and played under Greg Gra- uh, Glenn Graham, who uh, who he really looks up to and admires. Really? Yes. And uh, so Glenn Graham really paved the way for Jeremy in a sense. Uh, and I knew him from high school. He graduated a year ahead of me, played football with my brother. So I'm very proud and excited for Jeremy. Uh, at Sweet Home, and he says the strength of his team this year is going to be his line. Uh, he has a lot of returning players, especially a kid named um, Giancarlo. He's very excited about defensive end. And then in Orchard Park, Jim Gibson stepped down as baseball coach earlier this week. That was surprising. And Chuck Sen has uh, taken over. He had his first game yesterday as the new bench boss for the Quakers. They lost 8-7 to Williamsville North. It was cold out there. I stood out there for about five innings. Great game, back and forth. Will North pulls it out in the bottom of the eighth. Um, Tom Prince's son was on the mound, though, for Orchard Park. It was 6-6 when he came in, and he was lights out all the way through the seventh, and then he got yanked yanked for the eighth inning, which I still, whatever. Um, but he pitched a gem for the three nice. innings he was in there. Uh, he gave up one hit maybe, could have been a scored an error or whatever, but he pitched really well. So Jordan's got a bright future at OP cool. and a big win for the North. That's really all the news and notes I have. Did it have anything to do with pitch count, by the way, do you think? Uh, no. Well, you, technically, yes, because it, de- it depends on when he gets to come back and pitch again. In Jordan's case yesterday, no, they were going to ride him out. But, you know, they have clearance today, and they've got healthy arms ready to go. But there actually are some fundraisers I wanted to point out. Uh, Ken, Kenton Rugby for the boys tonight. The Knights of Columbus are having a meat raffle. Next Saturday night, the girls' Kenton Rugby is having an, their meet raffle also at the Knights of Columbus. And don't they have Kenmore. a big match next Sunday on they the 29th? They have a big nat- match, I believe, today or tomorrow against Canisius up at Niagara University. I'll double-check, but they're playing Canisius either today or tomorrow, possibly tonight. Yeah, Cal tomorrow. reached out to me. He says, you know, you know, uh, you got to come to one of these games. Says, I'd love to. Send me, uh, send me a list of the uh, games that are coming up. Unfortunately, we have flag football on Sundays. Um, so or Nick has flag football, and he's also signed up for baseball. So I gotta have see how that uh, how that schedule goes. Uh, anything from you, Francis? Well, I think it I think it's 
fair to say that it's been a pretty bad spring. And now we got some confirmation from it for this uh, from the state that they've now lifted their seven consecutive day rule for practices and games. So that means usually in most cases, uh, teams can only get together six days out of the week. The state has lifted that rule, so now Sunday, Sunday all the way through Saturday, it's because of the weather. Game, yes, okay. they can have games and practices. All right, well that makes sense. And speaking of uh, baseball, uh, Cayuga Little League—they are now they've expanded, I guess, the age requirements. So any 13 to 15 year olds, if you're interested in playing at Cayuga, you can call Wally Dean at 601-9114. Uh, so if you want to get, uh, you know, a few folks in Niagara Falls, LaSalle area, uh, Cayuga is where you want to be. Lastly, I, I ran uh, – Dom Welch is going to St. Bonaventure, graduated from Cheektowaga uh, a year or so ago, spent a year in, um, at a junior school in Ohio, a prep school in Ohio. He is committed to St. Bonaventure. I bumped into Dan Kaplan this morning. Shout out to him. He's a great guy. What up, Cap? Oh, uh, congrats to uh, Hamburg Boys last coach, Jerry Savino. He got his 200th win last night. Outstanding. That rugby game was last night, by the way. Ken okay. Speaking of sweet home, I just want to acknowledge, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't. John Congrats, Fowler. Congratulations yeah. to John fame. Fowler. He'll be in the latest class of the Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. Sports Hall of Fame. That's amazing. Not a more deserving individual than John Fowler. John, and I know he usually listens, so congratulations. Way to go, Coach. And, and just to just to speak to the run that sweet home had, in those those late two thousands, early oh that was two thousand tens that was so much fun. They went from uh, the Iroquois game, the Kyle Shevlin game, uh, was their last loss in section play. They went all the way from two thousand and seven to the two thousand and fourteen game against Will North at the stadium, um, or I'm sorry, two thousand thirteen game against Will North at the stadium without a loss against a team in Western New York. I think it was sixty eight consecutive wins against teams from Western New York. That's unbelievable. When and you think included about that. in that uh, run was a couple of uh, Far West Regional wins, a couple of state Aquinas. titles. I'll, and I'll argue some of the best football games I've seen was Sweet exactly. Home against Aquinas. Yep, and 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 the run they had, and I'll still, you know, just kind of I guess reminiscing about memories on the show. I don't think there was a more powerful show we had. That if you remember um, what was going on with the team they played in the state championship, oh, Burn yeah. Hills, yeah. the coach's son, who is doing well, um, from I, I believe what I've read. I constantly think about it. I, got, I yeah. go back and run that over in my I head. I remember that show, and just when he got on, the young son, uh, I believe his name was Jacob, got Jacob on. Jacob Strong. Yep, and got on and, and spoke. And it was just, you could hear a pin drop. It was unbelievable. Probably one of the most powerful moments. Oh, I had moments. tears flowing down oh, my yeah. face. Everybody did. It was, I couldn't hold it back. It was one of the most powerful moments I think this show has is, is produced in, in, in its run. Unbelievable. Unbelievable story. Yeah, it really was. And I know I harp on this, Tony. Now, listeners probably don't want to hear it, but they're going to hear it one more time. The thing I get out of that era, uh, Dacianero Morris State Day was bypassed for uh, what I, I thought was player of the year, no doubt. Conley Cup, no, because the Conley Cup only went by 10 games whereas player of the year goes to 13. Well, the scuttlebutt was, well, he's only a junior. Next year will be his oh. year. Well, guess what happened in uh, January? Car accident. He ended up yeah. in a career-ending car accident. So for those of you who think the seniors are entitled ahead of the underclassmen, you're wrong. I haven't heard from Day-Day in the longest time. I don't know how he's doing. I know he was, I saw him, I think, at a Sweet Home basketball game earlier this year, or yeah, I saw. He's still working hard trying to stand. Yeah, I don't know if he was uh, able to do that, but uh, always thinking of that. Uh, that time it was a great time. 
All right, guys, get me caught up as to what I missed. I mean, you know, as I said, I've been stuck home for 60 days, straight days to the to yesterday I returned to work. In fact, I got to do some thank yous. Thank you to Sandy Beach, uh, my buddy at WBEN. He gave me a recliner to sleep on because there was no way I was going to get into a bed. Uh, thank you to Dominic Cortez for having his guys deliver the chair to my house. And by the way, congratulations to Dominic, who's on WBEN right now, celebrating 30 years on uh, on the radio uh, congratulations to him, but a big thank you uh, for their help. Uh, thank you to my buddy Glenn, who would so stop So you were over. disabled all this time? All this time, yeah. I thought you gave up a radio for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, was I misinformed. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, thanks to my buddy Glenn, who stopped over, uh, uh, stops over at least once a week, uh, do some things around the house for me. You know, came over, ran the snowblower out of gas. In fact, that's the only time I've been in my garage since the uh, accident. And I felt a lot better. You called in one the one Saturday. You called in, and uh, we said, you know, I think on the first break after it, you know what? He doesn't sound so good. Well, then I think later that following week, uh, Jeannie must have brought you here to, during the week on Sandy's show, and you sounded so much better because it was actually scary when you called in that one Saturday. I was in so much pain. I, I can't even describe it. Uh, you know, you, when you sit there in the beginning, anybody's uh, gone through uh, any kind of surgery, especially bone surgery, uh, that uh, one of the most painful things you can go through. But uh, you know, you're sitting there, and all you can think about is when is my next pain pill? When is my next ibuprofen? Uh, you're not thinking about eating. You're not thinking about doing anything. Boy, it must have been bad if Tony wasn't thinking about eating. Oh my goodness. Well, I'll give you show you how bad it was. My and I told you when I called in. This is probably the uh, the week that you're referring to. Uh, I could not. My my left shoulder froze, and I couldn't lift either arm. I couldn't get food to my mouth. I couldn't get uh, a drink to my mouth. You know, I was eating off of a counter. You know, I'd have to roll up a, a piece of luncheon meat so I could take my pill, and, and it was that. It was that difficult. And you just sit there and say, "Pray, oh, because I'm home by myself. Please, not." Don't let anything happen. Mm -hmm. you know, so th those kind of things, it's all you can focus on. Uh, you know, didn't pay any attention to the news or anything going like that. I couldn't work my phone. I couldn't. You know, Frank would uh, send me a message, and it would take so much just to put the code into my phone to access uh, the message. And I apologize, Frank, if I seem short at times, but it was very difficult to type. You know, I'm doing it with my left hand. My right hand was like the size uh, of a boxing glove. My, my fingers are the size of Italian sausages. It, I couldn't move them at all. So those are the type Couldn't of things that was Couldn't have said Polish sausage. You had to say Italian sausage. Now I'm getting Italian hungry. sausage is shorter, that's why. And I have right. shorter fingers. All right. If I was a quarterback, I might go with uh, kielbasa. Part of that was the physical therapy part. I was told to message you a few times during the day just to get your hands and arms moving so you could get back to your daily, regular eating habits. <laughs> so I apologize, <laughs> but... But it was kind of like a reverse Jeannie psychology. Jeannie contacted you and said, you know, make him work. Make him, a, just move a, your hands and arms around so you can start eating. And that's a heck of an eating habit, too. <laughs> so but those, I didn't lose any weight. <laughs> so the food commercials didn't drive you crazy, huh? No, I really had no appetite. Uh, wow. That didn't come until a couple of weeks later. When I started to feel a little bit better. And then the uh, brace came off of my left arm, the one that was operated on first, and that felt really weird, but... 
I felt human. I, I was able to do things and uh, be able to have coffee in the morning and, and not worry about whether somebody has to be home to help me, you know, if, if anything went wrong. So, mm. uh, you know, went, went through all of that. And like I said, and thank you to uh, my brothers for, uh, for helping out. Uh, Jeannie's mom, who would stop by, uh, you know, during the day and check in on me. But it, it was good. And, uh, you know, Frank, every Monday he was right there. He says, hey, bud, how you doing? So it was good to hear from people, and thank you to all of our listeners who were sending messages. Hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Which was pretty amazing from total strangers offering to help, and I, I can't thank them enough. It meant a lot to me. So it was great to hear from them. But as I said, I missed a lot. Uh, I missed the end of basketball. Uh, well, in fact, we weren't even into the playoffs yet, were we? No. No. No, because so I think my my surgery well, nine was nine weeks ago. For you do the arithmetic, February twentieth was my my surgery. We were just getting ready, maybe for uh, February twentieth. That was the what week before the, week the big that? week of playoffs. Yeah, in fact, I think it was here for the seating. That was it. Yeah, yeah. the seat. Yeah, I think it was the seating was your last show. Okay, so who won? <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, do we want Everybody. to just go in chronological order of events? Or? I don't know. We're getting close to that first break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We come back. You guys can uh, fill me in on and who did what at the end of basketball and who's done what so far in baseball, softball, rugby, lacrosse, and uh, all the stuff that I've missed. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We'll be back after this. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Keep it locked here all week for coverage of the NFL Draft. Find out what the Bills are going to do. Sal Capaccio will be all over, so make sure you keep it locked right here on WGR Sports Radio 550 for all of your draft information. What are you guys doing in here? Well, Tony, we're going to start out the second segment with a little bit of physical therapy for you. I want you to slowly, gently lift these donuts. They're crispy cream. How much does that weigh? Uh, it about says, a pound uh, and a nine half. ounces, a pound and a half, maybe or nine ounces. I'm no expert. Yeah, I can lift. How you it. doing? Can you lift <laughs> I'm, I'm good okay. here. Okay, all right, I'm good here. Only good. Wow. Matter of fact, I Very should call because uh, I'm sure uh, Ben Woods would not appreciate me uh, curling donuts, but I should contact him. Frank, Here's, you should have bought two boxes, one for each hand. Well, <laughs> I I can alternate. He's supposed Raj. to be using both hands at the same one, time. One, two. He's ahead of schedule. One, two. All right. Yeah, but you're curling. Cur- it would be like curling dumbbells the way you would curl. Barbells. It just don't work that way. Well, here's the story. I have to start off, and I'm going to start Monday, uh, oh. one pound at a time. I'm going to start Monday. We've heard that before. Which Monday? <laughs> this Monday. <laughs> this my, my elbows still feel a little funny, and and that's when that's the tendons are reattached at the elbow and the forearm. So basically, what they do is they attach it down here and point to my elbow, and then in the forearm they go through the bone, and then there's a little plate where the tendons attached, and that. Uh, keeps it from coming through the uh, forearm. Am I grossing you out yet, Raj? No, but you're ready for your second exercise. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> only 90 seconds in between sets. Now, this is a little heavier. These are cupcakes. Oh, man, this is Up, a lot down. of weight here. This is definitely heavier than the heavier. donuts. Okay. okay. You got but it. they're chocolate, so they can motivate me. It might be a little lighter by the end of the program. <laughs> I think it's going to be. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to contact Ben Woods and get some advice because I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to hurt myself. I want to do this right. I've said right from the beginning, listen to everything that the doctors tell me to do and and don't uh, stray from it. I cannot put any, I can't push off. So sleeping has been very difficult. I can't get on my stomach uh, in fear of uh, pushing off of my arms. I'll feel it in my elbow. So I really have to be careful. How long does this therapy have to go before you're back to 
12 to 18 months before I'm back to full strength. It's going to be a long mm. haul. But, uh, you know, my arms are free. I can, uh, and I have about uh, 12 more degrees to go on one arm, 15 degrees to go on the other before I'm fully extended. Are you able to drive or does somebody have to No, I can you? drive now. Okay. In fact, uh, when they gave me the green light, we had just, uh, we were just hit with some snow and I wanted to go out and drive so bad. I hadn't you know, been behind the wheel since uh, late January. Like, oh, this is going to be scary. So I just took my truck for a ride around the block. Like, wow, that was weird. But, like riding uh, a bike. Huh? <laughs> like yeah, it's like riding a bike. Exactly. <laughs> but only you're afraid, like, don't, you don't. Know what? <laughs> only you, only you have two tons of machinery. Yeah. yeah. Jump right into it. Wait till the rush hour and then go to the sky. <laughs> then go to the skyway. That'll get you. That'll cure you in a heartbeat. Oh uh, no! If it I don't ca- kill you. It'll cure you. I, I kept it to the neighborhood. You know, I'd pick the kids up from school every day. That was uh, the. Ex- you know, it was so sad that the highlight of my week would be uh, Jeannie saying, uh, "Do you want to go to Wegmans? Yeah, yeah. Get me out of the house. Do you want to go for a walk around the outlet mall? Yeah, get me how, out of the house." How, how did you handle going through the candy aisle? Because you sound like a kid very excited right there, going Gee, to Wegmans. I would point to what I wanted. <laughs> I said, I want a bag of peanut clusters. Uh, yeah, and ba- you know they would have to push the shopping cart and whatever I point to. That's... No, you actually walked you over have taken to the one candy. Of the mark car- oh, no, you probably couldn't have taken one of the mark carts that just like, you know, pushes you around. Or Yeah, I suppose I could have, but... But it was just easier. Well, they, they serve beer in in in, uh, in Wegmans now, in the uh, in the little in the cafe. In the yeah. cafe. That's right. So more inside. You, know, you can still continue those trips to Wegmans. I haven't had a beer since December. That's embarrassing. Someone go get him a beer <laughs> <laughs> after, after the show. After yeah, the show. I, I have maybe tonight. Maybe this, I'll have that's one. the third workout. Right? <laughs> so that's Tony, where we're at right now. But uh, you missed a ton. Yes, I know I missed you a really ton. Did. I haven't been able, like I said, I couldn't uh, get had, online. And since you've been gone, we've had state champions in here. I the like fl- that. Your, your friends from the flop. Nice. The girls went on. They pulled off the trifecta. I believe you might have been here earlier. When we brought them into the studio before the season, uh, we talked about that. Francis did a nice interview with them. Yep. And Coach wanted to go on. They called it the the trifecta, and they wanted to win the, you know, the section six title. Then they wanted to win the state title, and then the the girls fed title in that order, and they did it. Well, they had just won the section six title before I uh, before I took my leave of absence, and they they just crushed it. Yeah, and they went to the state final, and they had a. A tough, they had a tough semifinal, but then they just won four to one in the final, and it was all them. And then they came back, and they had about ten day layoff, and then they played in the girls final, girls fed final, and won it. And they're now the first team in history in from section six to win the state title. Whoa! And of That's course, awesome. years. Yeah, we held uh, again. Um, New York State section six hosted the boys state finals, and. Uh, for the third straight year, a team from Western New York, Section 6, claimed a state title uh, this year, Francis. It was Sweet Home. It was their, It's their first state title in school history. Um, and the game before, Niagara Wheatfield had the chance to get the sweep, but they fell, I believe, 4-1 to one to uh, Victor for, for the large school. But I mean, a- we were very close to having an all-Section uh, 6 sweep in oh, the boys' state Tony, title. the down... At Harbor Center that weekend, you know, the, you can hear it. All, a little bit of animosity. You know, the how does Section Six have three teams here and there was two some teams stuff going on on Twitter? Same? Yeah, yeah, they, really? they were not happy yeah. with that. Because we we happened to get the at large bid, which is done every every year. A team gets an at large bid. So Sweet Home and West Seneca West, the Indians, 
both made it to the state final game, and that's why they played. And they, it was a great crowd, and it was a phenomenal game. Um, Tyler at home had an unbelievable weekend, reminiscent of that kid from Ken East, the coach uh, Prey. Trevor Prey, yeah. yeah. He had a great weekend two years, uh, three years ago, and at home had a phenomenal weekend. Um, and you know what? In that Niagara Wheatfield first Victor game, the head coach from Victor is a Kenmore East grad. So yeah. there's another Western New York connection there. So, you know, that was pretty special. Now, the state title is here for another three years. Good. Um, what's funny is Western New York, they draw they draw the at-large bid on the last night of the... I think they rotate it, though. No. They don't. They draw balls or whatever from a bag or who knows how they do it. But Mark DeFilippo went up there. The at-large bid is Section 6 again. So there's an opportunity next year for Section 6 to have two more small schools in the state final right here. And How are the ready. crowds? Very good. Pretty good, uh, yeah. Victor traveled well. That team from Auburn traveled <laughs> exceptionally well. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. Crowds were good. How about basketball? We win anything in basketball? Park. Park won the Federation title. Um, so they, they just completed that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'll tell you what, too. And, Roger, I'm going to test your memory here, too. From, for the time that we had been around... I think in the in the high school setting because years wise and age would be a little bit complex, but I you think, think? <laughs> I think the best I think we could all agree that the best high school basketball game that we watched was when Williamsville South played McKinley and it was the game where Mark where Joey Licata was out because he had mono and Mark Capola stole the show and that's where everybody was like whoa okay this Williamsville South team and McKinley had. Um, Mansa Habib. Mansa Habib, fantastic. And Dave Thomas Sr. was on the mic, and it was just, it was an, the place was packed, and it was awesome. It went to three overtimes. Well, West Seneca West topped that as they beat Williamsville South, and Williamsville South just had the Buffalo News Player of the Year and Greg Dolan. Uh, West Seneca West, Johnson, Justin Johnson, and Desi Randall, and, you know, they got a ton of players that are, are really, really talented that came in. and They were undefeated at yep, the time. And they beat uh, Williamsville South 97-95 uh, to 95 in four overtimes. Wow! Probably the be- probably has to <clears throat> top that as the, best, um, as the best high school game. Maybe that Sweet Home Niagara Falls game in 06 was pretty good with Johnny Flynn. Well, with- I was thinking about the uh, Niagara Falls uh, Riverside, Riverside, Riverside game. game. Yeah, that too. Wow! Paul that Harris? Yep. Woo-hoo. Uh, yeah, um... Greg Dolan put on a show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know we went back and forth with Rich Harris either on the air or uh, during breaks. Uh, Rich off Sanders. The air. Rich Sanders. What did I say? Harris. Rich Harris. I was a scratch in my head. Who? Kemmer <laughs> West me. coach. And uh, he just to show you what Greg Dolan. I think even though they lost that game to. Uh, West, I think that solidified him for player of the year. And he had to miss the last, I think he missed the last overtime because he fouled out eventually. Well, yeah, that, yeah. that's the other thing. I, I'm going to get to that. But uh, even Rich Harris says, you know. Rich Sanders. Rich Sanders, Sanders. says, <laughs> oh, you're going to kill me. Have a donut. Uh, it's Rogers really after, struggling. After Dolan, he thought the West Seneca West Indians were clearly they had the, it was like if Dolan was the best player on the court, West Seneca West had the next five. Yeah, that team was stacked. And he was vehement about that. So having said that, if if it's true, I mean, uh, Greg Dolan's supporting cast were no slouches. They might not have been up to the total package that West Seneca West had, but the fact that it still took West Seneca four quarters and three and a half overtimes before they could pull away from Will South. 
And then, and then it was kind of questionable. I was talking to one of the referees that was in the audience. And I says, that fourth foul on Dolan, was that a foul? He says, absolutely. He paused, and then he said, but it wasn't a foul for the first four quarters or the first three overtimes. Why did they decide to call the same contact in the fourth overtime? So were it not for that, they might still be playing. That's how great a game it was. Cool. And, and, and that West team, they went on, and they um, I, I got to watch them play because they played my North Tonawanda Lumberjacks um, in the quarterfinal there and went down to watch Ryan and, uh, and his team play. Trevor Book, a really good player. And they hung with them for the first quarter and a half. And then West's athleticism was just, I mean, in their shooting, they, um, they, besides Justin Johnson, who was more of a driver than a three, it was, uh, I think it was Adrian Bra, who was the, the three, who was just. That's Demaris' son, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, Des Randall's little brother. And just what a, what a great team that West team was. They yeah. came to, to Arondaquoy the next week, who beat Nortanawanda last year. And <clears> I'll tell you, they had some bigs on that, that Arondaquoy team the year before who were just spectacular. They had everybody back from a year ago. Yeah, and that, and that team was. That team, I think, and I they, think they didn't. They go to the state they final. They went to the state final, and I believe they lost. And uh, they had two. They had two six seven big men who were just, you know, what do you do? You know, they're college basketball players. And um, but it was a very very good run for a West team. And uh, Niagara Falls repeated for the third time. Yeah, that um, I knew. They uh, they had a very very good. Uh, they had a very very good um, very good team there as always. Young, Sal, young team. I young saw team. Sal at uh, one day at school. You know, he's his his son goes to school with my son. And just before the playoffs, you know, wishing him uh, all the best. Yeah, the biggest. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. No, I just think the other thing I want to bring about basketball, and it has to do with uh, today's paper because the all Western New York teams came out. <clears throat> uh, the tallest, uh, no, nah, the real all Western, not the all Western New York, Frank. The yeah, all Western it's New a York. Very sore subject. Uh, but uh, Anthony, you're not going to believe this. The tallest player in all Western New York is. Uh, Devontae Gaines at six foot seven. The next tallest all Western New Yorker is Amari Duperi, six five, and she's only a freshman. So yeah, Frank. Speaking of that though, I I still like our picks pretty well. I disagree with some of the news picks and all that. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Missy and Tim Lindner who helped me uh, pick the all Western New York team. You guys nailed it, in spite of what uh, some of the. you know, discrepancies, if you will. Uh, and, again, we base ours more on team success than overall individual prowess. Now, we got baseball season and softball going on right now. Have we been? Uh, have they gotten in a lot of games, or has the weather been a factor? The weather's been a factor. Been a factor. Yeah, uh, that's what I figured. Today they might double the games played. Uh, out at Will East, they're having the show-up tournament, the Gettner Annual Memorial Tournament, and there's uh, 16 teams. And not only from right around the area, but Olean's coming up, and a team from Horseheads is also coming up to participate in that tournament. Ken West has a seven or eight games going on there today. Yeah, they're getting a lot tomorrow. of NFL league games. So I'm going to head over there after the show. Now let me ask you, Frank, because I know you're really close with uh, baseball. You've coached it, and you've been involved for so long. I was talking to Salman Joan, who's coaching my son at uh, Cayuga, Cayuga Cubs, and he was saying that they're changing bats. That uh, there's going Maybe to be a more? well, it's 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 uh, I I can't remember what with, with the bat size he says, but it's to reduce the speed of the ball coming off the bat. Are they doing that in high school this year? I believe they changed that a few seasons ago. Everybody went to BB core. There's still metal bats, but I believe in Monsignor Martin they use wooden bats. Yeah, yeah Monsignor Martin cannot use metal bats in Monsignor yeah. Martin. 
Because it seems like that that's been a, a, a safety focus in the last several years of uh, I'll tell you reducing uh, the speed of the ball coming off the bat. There were some hard line drives through the infield yesterday at Will North, um, and uh, a lot of them were kind of hitting the glove so hard it was falling down, maybe because of the conditions. I don't know if it was that cold, but I would not want to It's tough get hit. to play when it's cold out. Yeah. It, it really is. I could just imagine getting hit with that ball off that metal bat. I wouldn't, I mean, God bless those kids. Well, I figured the weather would be a factor. I mean, you know, not, as far as I know, I don't think any little leagues have been out, uh, unless they have a turf field, have been able to get out and uh, play. And, and Sal was telling me that they were lucky to get in one practice before the season started last year. Yeah, and that's and that's the difficult thing. And I, I, saw, um, I saw Lancaster softball tweet out that they beat West Seneca West, and that was their first time outdoors, you know, on, you know scrimmaging, playing on a grass see that's why i feel sorry for the spring sports i mean lacrosse yeah it, it unless it's lightning i mean you can pretty much uh play outside uh whenever you know it doesn't matter if it's rain or if there's some snow but baseball and softball are really prisoners to the weather and it's it what stinks about western New york because the spring it seems like the spring sports get gypped they get the short end of the yeah sport. they there's really no do it's a short it. season to begin with and uh yeah, you know, the west new york we have the you know june 9th whatever that weekend is i think it's saturday's uh, june is the 9th this year Sounds that's right. when the state yeah. champions are in softball baseball track and field track and field naturally i'm sure it's a little easier to work around the weather it's not ideal but not you know. ideal but i mean you know uh and to frank's point about the baseball and the balls coming off the bat i would think especially on a non-turf field where you had a natural field in there when you don't know exactly how manicured the diamonds are and all that you get bad hops and all that i'm surprised you know most of the girl infielders wear catcher's masks now playing in the infield i'm surprised and some you know especially a third baseman coming up on the slap bunt yeah oh all right we're gonna take a break when we come back we'll get to uh frank who has a comment about uh what we're talking about so we'll get to that we got sports talk uh saturday coming up at 11 o'clock like i said you're gonna want to keep it here all week uh draft coverage find out what the bills are gonna do will they make a trade will they be able to move up grab their quarterback what are they gonna do uh sal capaccio and the gang will get you, keep you up to date we'll be back with more inside high school sports after this Welcome back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports and then Sports Talk Saturday takes to the air at 11 o'clock. Who do we have hosting today? Nathan Geary. All right. So stay tuned. Nate's coming up. All right. Let's go to Frank, who is calling from Williamsville. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. Hey, I have to say, as a guy who pays a lot of taxes in New York State, as we all do, uh huh. it's nice to go to these complexes that these high schools have. Like Williamsville East, I was there yesterday, and I'm at Sweet Home now. I'm going to go watch a game where they got the turf fields. I mean, you can actually see where your tax dollars are. You can see people enjoying them. Yesterday at Williamsville East, they had a lacrosse game, a baseball game, and a softball game all going at the same time that they never would have played when I was in the, in high school in the 70s. You're right. Because um, they were all wet, you know? You're right. Yeah, and we have that. And, and, you know, Niagara Falls has a very nice uh, complex, uh, you know, for uh, baseball, softball, and more and more uh, districts are going to a turf setup for their sports, and and it does. It allows them to get the games in. If you are on a, uh, you know, if you have a regular grass field, you you might not get to uh, get out there. Well, I I, I had breakfast uh, after our morning workout on Thursday with Brian Wild, who who's our AD at Lancaster, and we're just giggling and shaking our head, like I'm like, how, how's your how's how's life going right now? 
<laughs> and he's yeah, I got you know reschedule this and this and we might get it's this a nightmare. in and, yeah and it, they, it it really is. But Frank, I you know to your point about uh, how, how great it is, and this is one of the reasons why we want to continue to. Uh, Keep you know encouraging districts go to the turf. I, what we have Williamsville coming up. Uh, Williamsville East, Williamsville South, Will North, Ken West. I if love. If it wasn't for done. Turf Field at Williamsville East, there would be no Jerry Gettner Show Up Tournament today. All right, thanks, Frank, for the call. Let's go to Mark in Hamburg. Morning, Mark. Good morning. Hey, I got a couple questions. Sure. Is has a Section Six or New York State ever thought about switching the sports seasons because? Baseball weather, you get more appropriate weather for that in the fall. You know, it's drier. And the football, you play in anything. Football and soccer, you play. We'd be playing games in this weather. That's one thing. The other thing is I understand they relaxed the seven-day rule. I'm right. not exactly sure what that is or how it works, but it tells me one of two things. Either it was unnecessary to begin with or getting games in is more important than player safety. I'm wondering if you could... Well, the rule is basically in there to kind of protect players and coaches so you're not playing your sport seven days a week so you can give them time off to focus on studies or just get their mind relaxed. It is kind of, I mean, I guess they're just waving it just for to get the games in. That is a question. But the other thing is, is they need to get these league games in before the playoffs, and those playoffs really can't be moved. And as far as to his other question about flipping, I don't think there's uh, been any discussion. If there has, it hasn't been uh, that big of a discussion. You, you know, already have as... enough sports in the fall. Yeah. How are you going to squeeze in uh, uh, another sport or two sports? What are they talking? If he's talking baseball, he's probably talking softball as well. Uh, you just don't have enough athletes to fill all the sports. I mean, are you going to move field hockey to spring if you move – Baseball or yeah, softball? It, 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 there's a lot to juggle. Uh, you know, is there uh, one solid answer? I don't know. Maybe build some more field houses. And, I, and I, well, that would be nice. But I, I think the, the when it pertains to player safety in, in regards to the, the the seven day rule, honestly, and again, just talking to with coach at breakfast, we didn't think that that was going to get rescinded. You know, because it hadn't the last two years, and it had come up in discussion the last two years, and and they actually pulled the trigger on it this year, which was very surprising. But I think it's more in place because again, you you got kids that will go to baseball tournaments, they'll play double headers all day. You got kids playing multiple AAU teams now, ultimate travel. I think it's more to keep make sure that teams don't practice seven days a week because you got some coaches that will be like, oh, I can get another couple hours of film study in with my guys. Sure, or we can go do a walkthrough on this day, and and I think more it would certainly pertain because the rules are very stringent when it comes to football. You know, you have to have that four day off, you know, that four night off um, buffer in between games more for safety purposes but I think without your other sports you know hockey you can play you know I've played two three games in a day now you're gassed by the end of those three days but you know there it, it, it can be possible and, and I think in a game like baseball or softball baseball it's obviously a little bit more tricky because how many arms do you have you know and that's that, that's, that's okay the big I was thing. just gonna say on the website John Moriello made a very good point the biggest thing safety wise uh, as far as the uh welfare of the uh, individuals is pretty much negated in baseball by the pitching uh, pitch count rule and yep. all that. Didn't think it'd be a, a factor in any of the other sports. And as far as participating, I'll give you an example. I'm not going to mention her name or the school, but I went to a softball game uh, earlier this week, and the one girl played five innings, had to leave 
early to go to a, one of her basketball travel games and all that. And uh, I said to her father, gee, can't she uh, squeeze in a volleyball? Uh? <laughs> he says she's going to volleyball after basketball. Oh, I says, when is she going to do her homework? No problem. She's a 97 student. That's not that's fair. That's, that, that's, that's yeah. kind of overdoing it. Don't yeah. you think, Anthony? Well, really yeah, rubbing you know, it in. I, my, as a parent, I would rather have, I, I would want my child to have some time to be in a kid, you yeah, know, and, and not to be, you know, Jeannie and I have talked about this all the time. You know, we can get Nick involved, but there's going to be a limit. And, and I spoke to one former athletic director this week, and I'm sure you can probably guess who it is, and his solution was eliminate the, the non-league games. And, you know, coaches will, and players are like, oh, you know, it kind of stinks. We're going to lose this game. And he said, well, play them at the end of your league schedule and see if you still want to play them. Yeah. And th- th- there you go. Because now it, it could take precedent. You could reschedule games like, okay, well, we got that non-league game coming up against, you know, such and such team. But we need to get this league game in. Um, at, at what point does that take precedent? And I think that might have been a move where some of the schools would have gone to. I think that's coming up next. Because they've already canceled some of those early league non-league games and there's no rescheduling for them yeah so especially when you consider you, you need points for seeding yeah. and you figure out who's going to play who it hurts the independent teams doesn't it more the yeah. non-league games because they pretty much play an entire non-league schedule right yeah. good point the thing right. about non-league games too that a lot of the coaches like to schedule a non-league home game on senior night because they don't want the uh the disruption of senior night affecting a potential league game result which could change the uh powerpoints as well as uh, uh postseason seedings yeah and then throw in the proms come playoff time and see who's going to miss oh, the game. Oh, that's man. another thing too <laughs> we already have a short season and how many state championship games have i seen in the last 10 years where the kids had the prom on a friday and slept while their parents are driving all night for a Saturday morning softball state semi. I've seen it more than one occasion. It's crazy. It really is. Guys, thank you so much. Sean, it was so good to see you. Don't be a stranger. Absolutely not. Love having you on the program. Thank you for coming back. Uh, Francis, Frank, and Roger, uh, and everyone else, thank you guys so much for holding down the fort, and Joe and all the guys at GR. uh, Great job. And, you know, Thank you guys for uh, holding down the four for me for the last 60 days. <laughs> but All right, we'll catch you next week with more Inside High School Sports. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.